The NFT hype continues to spread as everyone wants to know how they can get a piece of the digital collectible world action. NFT searches are at ICO mania levels. Even Mark Cuban is finally on the NFT bandwagon. Video games, art, AI, and much, much more are covered in this Nifty News episode number 42 of the Nifty Show. Looking into the future, what do we see? It's lined with digital collectibles, we call them NFTs. Games, trading cards, digital art, and those crypto kitties. Travis and Joel are the hosts you'll know. Travis and Joel say this won't blow. They're locked and loaded, so ready, set, go! It's the Nifty, really kind of spiffy. The Nifty Show. Nifty Show number 42. This is the Nifty News episode. We started doing this uh, kind of last week is when we decided to add another episode of the show because the Friday show that's live is all interviews, but there's so much to talk about in the NFT world. What the hell's an NFT? It's a, th- what the hell is an NFT? <laughs> Tell, can you explain it to me? Yeah. Uh, apparently cryptocurrency, everybody's making so much money. So can you tell me what's an NFT? Finally, SNL has value. I mean, it's, <laughs> I quit watching a long time ago there, you know, for my Get taste. Get off my lawn! They're way too political and, and unwoke. Uh, just, you know, I've had enough of the ridiculousness. But Well, I would now- say they did alienate about half of their audience when they're picking sides on that. But you know what? That's the entertainment industry in general. And uh, so here we are. They launched, uh, they launched uh, a video on Saturday Night Live. Not actually an NFT, but they should have made it an NFT also so people could right. buy it. What the hell's an NFT? Uh, pretty funny. Pete Davidson did uh, parodies another Eminem video, and this right here is taking it to the mainstream. Right here, I, I was reading the comments on it whenever they originally posted, it, and like, what is this? I've never even heard of this. Wow, you're educating me, SNL. I know. Imagine that. That SNL. Outside, is- talking out. I don't actually want to play the audio right now because copyright stuff. But uh, actually, I'll just kind of forward into it, and you can see that. He's rapping about all the different NFT stuff. And then you've got the, the lady there playing Janet Yellen. Um, and she's not yelling at him at all. She didn't yell one time. I like this right here. This part right here, I think, is my favorite part. And she's like, she's going, wait a second. Oh, are, wait, are you Morpheus from the Matrix? <laughs> and he says, no, but I do have pills. <laughs> so this is all mainstream stuff, gang. This is like introducing the normies to non-fungible tokens and kind of explaining it to them, but not really explaining it to them. But now people are asking the question, you know, what the hell's an NFT and is it, yep. is it this legit thing? Yep. Well, you know what? And Elon Musk replied on that tweet and said, nice. Then Richard Hart of Hex comes in and says, musical chairs is fun until the music stops and lots of folks get left behind without chairs. But in 2021, it's not chairs, it's money. And people need to pay their rent. It's survivorship bias to celebrate the NFT seller and not to see the future loss of the buyer as he bought the top, says the man who created the ultimate pyramid scheme called Hex. (laughs) I know, right? Uh, It's like the irony is is, uh, super ironic. But, you know, so this is, uh, it's spreading. The NFT virus is spreading. Mark Cuban, 
who actually crapped on crypto for quite some time, is now in on NFTs and he's building a digital art gallery for them. And it's called Lazy dot com which is an online gallery for artworks and you have to connect your your wallet which i did but it's not showing any of my uh my nfts here like why is it not there it is and yet i'm not seeing any maybe all your nfts got stolen and now you've yeah. lost your money you're left holding the bag well let's um, try this lazy.com forward slash joel com uh so it should show right here um, apparently it's not functional. Oh, wait, wait, here we go. There's my, uh, there's my, my, uh, what do you call them? The, those are the, those are the wolves of wall, wall street. street, the wilds token, which I'm, I'm a big fan of. So these are your Ethereum based tokens, right? That's all you can connect right now is Ethereum because for some reason there's my chubby right there. Uh, there's my meme DeLorean. I got this guy off of meme coin for, uh, 30 pineapples and, um, and 0.1 ETH. Very cool. Not only that, folks, but um, Mark Cuban, just as a, as a side note, not only has he been doing stuff with, with lazy.com, uh, and he's, talk, he's been talking about NFTs. He did his own NFT um, on uh, where he basically was like a cameo video where he sold that. But he's actually a partner. He's partnered with actually, if you go to Instagram.com forward slash NFT, that is a Mark Cuban and leverage company and they're doing some stuff. They're going to be doing some big stuff with uh, NFTs as well. They got 101,000 followers already and um, should be interesting to see. So they got, they're, they're just doing some one of ones and selling some different things, some pretty outrageous prices on some of these NFTs that they are selling, have some interesting NFT news as well. Interesting. Well, yep. good, good, good for him. Way to go. Marky Mark. Welcome aboard this yeah. article here on Cointelegraph, NFT searches at ICO mania levels. Um, and we're going to talk a little bit about Sophia here in a bit, but by searches, right? People looking for the term. Here we go. Uh, this shows you people looking for ICOs. Here's April 1st, 2017 and late 2017, huge spike. This is the red line is NFTs. Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, this is one of those things. I mean, you really had, you know, Beeple selling at Christie's for $69 million, as it says right there. And then Blau having his, uh, it's actually saying his new album as NFTs. It was not. It was a three-year-old album that he made as an NFT and sold it for uh, about $12 million. It is interesting to see what's going on here. Snoop Dogg's doing some NFTs. Lionel Richie, Boy George. Come a come a come a come a come a chameleon. You NFT. Yeah. You NFT. Here's what I'm afraid of. I, we're already hearing from certain places that platforms are being built, to, for example, to facilitate musicians creating NFTs. And it's the, I like to refer to it as McNFT right? Hey, we've got these templates and come on in and all now you're in the space and you can create crap. And that's yep. like, there needs to be thoughtfulness. Uh, there needs to be consideration for your fans and what your fans want. And in celebrating them, um, this, this notion of just templating NFTs, um, you know, it's not like making a YouTube thumbnail. <laughs> It's so true, but you know there there are some use cases where the if if the art is already finished and it's not you're templatizing and creating something 
like as you mentioned the youtube thumbnail generator app that you can buy it's not like that but if you actually have gone in and created something great in photoshop or in after effects or if you've created a video or something you can i, I think those things are going to be valuable there is one company out called uh, digical d-i-g-i-c-o-l dot i-o um, they are an Asian company with a market cap of about 26 million and their claim to fame is they say they're going to make it. So it's a one click, easy launch NFT for folks. And I think since it's an Asian project, it might take off, uh, unknown, not, this is not financial advice, but I'm just saying, you know, there really needs to be some sort of barrier to entry. That way that we're, we're not bombarded with just crap. Somebody opening it up microsoft paint and saying hey check out my great art i want to sell this for twenty thousand dollars so hopefully there is some mechanism in place to eliminate people from just coming in and buying and creating crap because we don't need uh a crap fts non-fungible crap it's it's going to happen. There's no question about it, right? It's just that the what will happen is people will create crap and there's going to be so much out there that the crap isn't going to sell. And, and people are going to be like, well, NFTs don't work. No, you created crap. You, you basically took a dump, you know, uh, on the lawn and you're surprised when nobody bought it. Um, right. So it's not a bubble and it's here to stay. Just bring value to people like in anything else. Um, and sometimes you get away with creating crap. Again, McDonald's is my go-to, you know, for whatever reason, they're everywhere. You can't avoid them and people go through the little drive through and they, they buy crappy food uh, because it's there and it's cheap and they know what it is. So there's going to be that in NFTs or, or as I will now heretofore affectionately refer to as the Gronk effect. <laughs> right. Yeah. That, uh, you know, I was thinking about that, you know, comparing the Mahomes NFTs to Gronk, Gronk was sort of like Saturday morning cartoons, like, but not the good ones. Like the ones that was only there for like a, a couple, so, you know, a couple episodes. And then the Mahomes one was like, Whoa, like an Academy award winning right. beautiful thing. But both of them were cash grabs. Don't, don't let that, don't let anybody fool you. Um, and it is what it is. What, what are you going to do? People are going to do this and popping up next here is castle production. They're going to create a new crypto comedy and they're going to drop this as an NFT. Joel, this is, we talked about this a year ago, year and a half yep. ago. We're like, dude, yep. eventually these are going to be NFTs. We, we talked about the, the use case we thought was like, and here I am sitting in Seinfeld. I was going, how cool would it be to tokenize Seinfeld? Right. Like you're having all, we're having this Corona thing and, and nobody's going to movies and you got this, you have all these, you know, these movie studios have all these properties and these production companies have all these, you know, content in play. And wow, I, I want soup Nazi, you know, NFT, like maybe there's only a hundred of them, hundred no soup, soup for you, for you, no NFT for you. Like, Oh, but I want one. And I think we're going to see that we're going to, we're going to see people going back into the annals of, of time and pulling up some of these series and making NFTs. And you could literally go back in time and whoever owns, I love Lucy, like some of the funniest moments in that you can make NFTs mm -hmm. out of that. Those are going to be interesting because they're going to be rare. You got to keep it digital, digitally scarce. If they're not scarce, there's too many of them, then it's going to lose their value and they're going to lose their potency. And uh, we're going to, have to start wading through a lot of crap. Look at this. So, you know, this article here um, uh, that they're building this uh, tokenized 
um, episodic TV show and NFT is interesting, but the end of it, the story of how the Winklevoss twins became Bitcoin billionaires was snapped up by Stampede Ventures earlier that year. And the same author that penned it, Ben Mesrick, who's been a, a guest on the Bad Crypto Podcast, is working on a book and movie for MGM and a book that details the GameStop saga. Stonk Wars. It's coming. Nice. It's coming soon. It's coming. And actually, uh, uh, Ben... He was on Bad Crypto number 288. So if you want to listen to that interview, uh, badco.in forward slash 288, which was, wow, quite a while ago, considering that our next episode is episode 500. I know, crazy, right? So this is interesting, just to see what people are doing. Uh, this fella here uh, created a NFT um, for this crime horror thriller motion picture, and he's tokenized the uh the right to own and resell without transferring the copyright for this film called fatal contracts uh nobody bid on it it, it expired and so he still owns full rights to uh his yeah. film what do you think that was just nobody he didn't market it effectively there was no buzz around it i mean you think that something like this would have popped up but basically it was an issue an issue one of one and nobody bid on it so if a tree falls in the forest and nobody hears it, is it really an NFT? Do we really cover it on the Nifty Show? That's we did anyway. We did. See, we go we go to great leaps for you guys. Check us out. NFTs are booming right now, folks. And so tech investors are pumping millions into the space. So much so, what does it say? They poured $90 million in NFT and digital collectible companies so far in the first three months of this year. A lot of stuff going on and including our next article, uh, we can cover some of the stuff on this, but the next article, NBA Top Shots, Dapper Labs, is uh, raised $305 million and is now is now valued at $2.6 billion. That's amazing. Wow. And, and what's really interesting to me about this is they're NFTs, but you can't move them off of the platform. Right, you can't list them on OpenSea uh, or stick them in another wallet. They're they're inside there. I think up until like this week, you couldn't get cash out. I think you. No, you can't. You... I've I've done that. I've gotten cash out. Okay, there's just minimal. You know what the biggest news on this one to me is? What's that? Is that look if you scroll down and say who invested in NBA Top Shot? Michael Jordan, Kevin Durant, dude. So there's gonna be you know there's gonna be badass MJ Michael Jordan. Oh gosh, NFTs coming soon. Also, Andre uh, Iguodala, uh, who Spencer Dinwiddie, uh, Andre Drummond, and look at these guys. You know, there's Chris Middleton. These are some folks that I know of. I've heard these guys' name, Clay Thompson. So and there's also some NBA, uh, some MLB guys that, that came in and invested, right? Uh, Nolan Arenado and Tim Beckham, and you got some NFL people that came in and was investing in Dapper Labs. It's crazy. D Ford, Stephon Diggs. Like these are some big uh, DK Metcalf. These are some big ballers. And then you also have like Ashton Kutcher and uh, some of these other folks that are jumping in and it's big uh, rapper two chains and, and jumped in also. So there's a lot of people who are interested in Dapper labs because of the flow blockchain and because of what they're doing with that. Imagine when you, if you can get some NFL ones or some MLB ones or some other ones that are popping up on maybe down the road. So this is huge, big news. NFTs are not going away. Just some of the bubble will go away, but NFTs will not. Let's, uh, you know, this other big news you're talking about, this is unconfirmed because we have not heard officially from um, tops about this. However, spotted last night 
on wax.blocks.io created 21 hours ago by EOSIO, MLB.tops. The account mm. was created uh, for wax. And so that tells me that MLB is coming. That's, you know, mm. we, we have yet to. What if it was just like somebody named Jimmy that said, hey, I want to set up NFL. Because oh, it was created by EOSIO. This is okay. an official account. That is not, that is not Jimmy. That is, that is not Jimmy. Jimmy setting up his NFTs. All right. Yeah. So what's not Jimmy? All so right. it was definitely, well, there might be a guy named Jimmy who works at ESIO. I don't know, but, but MLB.tops. I mean, if I was a betting man um, and uh, I am to some degree because I do buy NFTs and crypto, I'm thinking this is a pretty solid indicator that uh, MLB is coming to wax. Hmm. That's that's some fancy stuff right there. And just in time, Travis, think about this. If they if they're moving on this quick, I don't know if you know it could be months out, but if they move quick, um, then they could be in time for the 2021 season, right? Wouldn't it be cool? It's one thing to go, hey, we're going to release a set of baseball cards um, that's going to be classic players, right? This is how you get your Mickey Mantle card, you know, and your Lou Gehrig card. But here it is, 2021 season is just getting ready to start. And wouldn't it make sense to release a set based on the 2021 roster? You know, it would, it would make sense. And one of the things for me is that I I've used their digital app, the bunt, MLB bunt on, on, uh, on my iPhone. And I think it's on Android as well. And it's been around for several years. I think it's, you know, tops digital started maybe 2014, 2015, maybe even a little bit before that. Um, and, um, you know, those guys who originally set up, uh, you know, tops digital moved over and created quid quid Q U I D D, which we've talked about before, which Animoca uh, purchased, and uh, they're going to be doing some interesting stuff with that. And uh, so this, th there's a lot of really cool stuff. The, the origins of digital collectibles it came from Tops Digital. And then they moved over to, to, to Quid. But here it is. And now if they are doing stuff, I would really love to see, you know, the bunt assets that are on the MLB app that aren't on the blockchain, have some of those become blockchainified. Because I got some really cool cards that are essentially I can't sell them anywhere, and, and I paid real money for them. I paid tops a lot of money, but I can't really extract the value out of them. So at this point, it's kind of a waste, but hopefully they figure something out to be able to blockchainify some of those original assets that are on tops because if tops digital, because they've been doing those things since 2013 or 14 or whatever. Like that's several years that could be unlocked worth of assets that could be valuable. And if tops got 10% of that or whatever, and was on the resale value of those, wow, that could be huge. I guess it really all depends on if they all have their own unique identifier, like, you know, minted and on the blockchain or something. If right. so, then maybe they could do that. Who knows? We don't know anything right now. All we know is MLB.tops. That's all we know. We, you would like the bunt app. I would like some bunt cake. That's okay. That's what you can I'm have whatever right you like. Here. You can have an NFT of it. How about a digital fragrance, Sir Lord Travis? An NFT version of Cybelle Eau de Parfum is now available for auction on Rarible. And so uh, what is this thing about? This is the first digital fragrance encoded into an NFT. It's a digital version of the unisex Cybelle Eau de Parfum which was launched in October 2020 with a strong focus on environmental sustainability. Yeah, what, so, so they're going to create an NFT on Ethereum? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Only it's, 10 NFT, NFTs are available for the auction on Rarible. 
So great. So we created this amazing perfume for the strong focus on environmental sustainability. And so what we decided to do was to build this NFT on Ethereum, which is the shittiest for environmental sustainability. <laughs> and you can't smell it. And you can't well, taste each of the 10 assets comes with a physical collector's edition of Saint-Bert Eau de Parfum with a printed OLED label that lights up in red when pressed. Oh, this is so very fancy. I'm so pleased to see this sustainable approach with Ethereum. Very good. Very, very well. Great decision, my friends. Vitalik says that NFTs can be a social good, just not a casino for rich celebrities. Um, you know, he, he, he doesn't see a point in the rich getting richer. I don't, you know, I'm fine with people getting as rich as they want to get. I just want to see um, creators cater to all of their fan base and not just the wealthy. Right. I want to see, I want to see NFTs for, you know, that anybody can afford. Mm -hmm. Well, it should. And we've talked about this before. And it says right here at the top of the article, very little value in helping Elon Musk make another million dollars by selling NFTs. Very little value in helping his wife, you know, Grimes, make six, seven million dollars on NFTs, right? And so there's a lot of great artists out there that are independent, that have been struggling their whole life. I like to see those folks get successful. The celebrities are coming in and they're making their little, their, their NF shitties and they're, 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 <laughs> they're extracting a lot of money from their fan base, not offering a whole lot of value back. When there are so many amazing and independent artists and musicians out there that should be doing NFTs and then rewarding their fan base with additional customer experience and fan experiences. And I think we're going to see this evolve. We're going to stop seeing a lot of these cash grabs because eventually the people are going to revolt. And they're going to say, no more, we're not going to do this cash grab shit. But no what they will do is uh, the, the independents, the one that are true, the one that have some ethos and the ones that have a really strong connection to their fan base are going to be the ones that are successful. Uh, yep. And the gaming world is, of course, made for NFTs. Uh, this article here just talks about how Ubisoft, you know, who's made of Assassin's Creed, and a lot of other very mm -hmm. successful games are now looking at blockchain. Uh, so expect lots of that of, you know, tradables in the uh, in the video game world. And I mean, this. think about cool, like Fortnite. We talked about that really early on, like yep. how great it would be if Fortnite was able to make NFTs and sell, you know, those little skins and the little dances and different things, right? And like, and if you owned one, you could extract a value from it. Like, I, and we've talked about this. And this is one of the key things, even what I just said a minute ago, the era of, of cons customers, excuse me, the era of corporations extracting as much value from their customers uh, is nearing an end. And we're going to start seeing more of this shared value. And I really love that is that creating community, creating or, or, or you know, utilizing the community and creating great content, sharing that collectible content. And then that customer now holds some value and they could sell that at a later time. And maybe that increases in value depending on the rarity of it. We're going to see more of that with social, with uh, security tokens down the road as well. The era of, of just these greedy people taking all of our money and this is this very small percentage of people winning, I think is, is going to end and there'll be a lot more of us winning. We're all winning. We're like Charlie Sheen. Right. We're winning our asses off. Uh, you know, so this article here on Wall Street Journal, which you can only read a little bit of because then they want your money. This is their cash grab right yeah. here. The journalism cash grab. Give us if you want us, you know. Yeah. Right? Well, you the Wall Street Journal's digital land grab is uh, right. you can't only read a little bit of my article. 
So, you know, what this article talks about, at least the part that we can see is that investors and gamers are buying millions of dollars worth of land that exists only in video games. And we're seeing this all over the place, like, you know, true land grabs, right? It's like virtual land grabs. And yeah, and, and well, it's, I own it's, Sandbox is killing it. Animoca owns, owns Sandbox. Yep. And that's, that's one. And we've seen Decentraland with their mana token and we've seen uh, crypto voxels and we've seen some other ones, right? Yes. Yep. Those and um, many more. What about, uh, my, what about Upland. My second life guys? Like I built some shit in second life. I want to be able to make that an NFT. Damn it. Yep. They, they have no life left. I wasted all my time. No life left, but this is really cool. So uh, we'll be announcing on bad crypto soon um, that we're cooperating with Gala games on some stuff. And they released a physical NFT collectible a few months ago, which you and I were both fortunate enough to, uh, to get our hands on. Look at this guy here that they're releasing you know comes in this this crystallized and maybe it's crystal maybe it's actually crystal yeah, this case it's crystallized crystal it's crystallized <laughs> crystal so yeah. we got the minotaur king physical nft this is the farm bot pickaxe nft it's going to sell for 250 dollars a polished crystal sculpture that arrives nestled in a luxurious velvet line presentation case and it's they got, are luxurious oh, there you go luxury there's the Minotaur right there. Um, so these are really cool. And it's a partnership with Brave. So you can go to the Brave Swag Store on Thursday, April 1st at noon Pacific. And there's a, only 100 of these that exist. And I am going to buy one, Sir Lord Travis, because I re these are cool digital collectibles that are physical digital collectibles. Mm -hmm. They're collectibles. Nice. So, so it would tell me that whenever you moved, this was not something you got rid of. No, I kept for sure. I kept my Moranis. I kept my my uh, my my what do you call the uh, crypto kaiju's also oh, yeah, the nice. vinyl toys. And pretty soon there will be a Genesis vinyl toy. I've mm. seen the mold for it now, and Looking Darren Cullen is so excited. Graffiti Kings uh, out of UK are no joke. They're doing some great stuff. Great stuff. Totally. Speaking uh, of sandbox, we mentioned a minute ago. Yeah. Um, a glitch in the metaverse. Um, there is a big, big promotion stuff going on. It looks like, um, with the sandbox game, what's going on with this? I get to be judgy McJudgerton here. You are uh, so judgy. Yeah. I get to be judgy. So they're giving away 300,000 sand, which is about $186,000. And, uh, the goal here is that anybody can, can jump in and do this. You have to download their game maker. You don't need to know how to code. It's all a GUI interface. And, uh, the idea is to create cool, levels and lands that can be used in sandbox um, playability creativity level design and wow factor i like this here in in this here submissions will be judged according to their overall idea the level of creativity and then again creativity so if you're doubly creative then you have an even better chance in uh, myself and uh, looks like uh, nine other judges are going to be looking at all of these and deciding to award the sand to the best. I love well the most creative, the the the, the one that's most creatively creative. Yeah, so you, so you need to really be bringing the, the thunder to the land. And uh, so here's another piece uh, of artwork, kind of artwork, kind of AI artwork, maybe Sophia the robot. Right, we actually had a chance to interview Sophia, which was a train wreck. 
because you <laughs> you had to you had to work with the we had to work with their uh, the the people ahead of time to give them all the questions so they could program in all the answers. So it wasn't really real time, but we did have a chance to do that at uh, Davos a couple years ago. And uh, yes, yeah, so Sophia is is now basically uh, creating art. I, I would assume that they're telling her what to do, programming it, and she's creating some little art and then puts her little digital signature on it. The Sophia instantiation a 12 second mp4 file and uh showing the artwork and what did it sell for like a bajillion dollars yeah it was whatever it was it was ridiculous i mean here, here's the thing about sophia it it doesn't strike me as true ai mm -hmm. right um so it kind of reminds me you know 40 years ago when i had my first computer there was a, a program uh, and I can't, it was called Eliza, I think. And it was like this virtual psychologist. You would type in something and it would answer, oh, could you tell me more about that? Right. And then you would type in something else. It would pull one word out of it and respond. Um, Sophia gets a lot more hype than I personally think uh, she deserves, but I would still would love to have Ben Gertzel, you know, her creator on the show. And for whatever reason, he's not come on yet. So whatever, Ben. And come on. Uh, uh, NFT rug pulls. Have you ever had the rug pulled out of your NFT, Travis? I, I have not had the rug pulled out of my NFT yet. All the NFTs that I bought are pretty much still there. Aleph.im, decentralized file sharing platform, has launched a decentralized application that lets users automatically back up the data underlying their NFTs on a censorship-resistant decentralized network. Now, that's an interesting idea because everything that we, you know, publish is on IPFS, right? And so what would happen if the you know it's on amazon and amazon pulls that nft down the the file is deleted or modified then you would lose your nft right it'd be an yeah. nft rug pull that's true and then also well we might as well pull this up down from our mainstream it's not we have a, a little section in our thing that will be in the show notes here of uh actually in the description we'll put all the the links here but uh, nfts um, what does it say here? People's expensive NFTs keep vanishing, and this is why. It's an article by Vice. You can see that down there in the mainstream uh, NFT articles area, and that's why is that they're not hosted on IPFS. They're they haven't been fully uploaded. There maybe if you created it on OpenSea or some of these other places, they're just sort of holding it, and it's not actually connected to the to the blockchain yet just like if you were to look at a website from like seven years ago you find a website url in a book and you go to the website and it doesn't exist anymore that's what's going to happen to some nfts why because that resource is no longer located at that location that's why all nfts really need to be on ipfs a decentralized uh, system ipfs inter interplanetary file system and that's where the storage should be is not located on, on Amazon or located on some of these other places. You need to store them and connect it to the blockchain. How oh, to make an NFT disappear. I'm going to disappear your people, Travis. Don't. He's going to be gone. He no. make, I'm going to disappear him into I my mean, wallet. Uh, yeah, this guy here bought something and there was no link to it. And on OpenSea, it just showed an error. This page has gone off the grid. Sorry, mm, you lose. And you can't, it's not like there's a 1-800 number you can call for support. Where's my right. NFT? I want my money back. Yeah, right. good luck. Who are you going to call? Ghostbusters? No. Nope. You're not. 
There's nobody for you to call. NFT finders. There's not a. There's not that. It's gone. So you know, one thing I do do is that I will always. I like to save my NFT. My favorite ones, like the ones that I paid money for, I will download those and mm-hmm. have them locally in case some shit happens. Yeah, it's mine. Uh, this article here on Daily Coin tells you what you need to know about collecting nft art and how to do it there's a lot of stats here of the different places that are selling and look on this chart here look at the growth of this here monthly crypto art volume look at nifty gateway as like oh my gosh that's just so much money's going i did i did buy my favorite my nft that i was wanting for the longest time um you know i finally let's see it pull it up show off you talked about it i know i've seen it before but let's go to your your nifty gateway collection i'll pull down my screen share and tell people what this is all right oh well they, they, it looks like uh, nifty gateway has actually updated their website here a bit let me see here let me go to share it's, my it's, a, it's a hoops uh nft yeah you know what i'm a big fan of of hoops uh i'm a big fan of kobe Bryant. And my favorite one here, let me go to my profile. They, they totally redone the site here, it looks like. My favorite one right here, my boss logic. Look at this NFT right here. Tell me that is not freaking beautiful. That is really nicely done. You know, actually, I, I was thinking about getting a, uh, a frame for it on, um, what is it called? Infinite Objects. Mm-hmm. I believe there's a website. I think it's called Infinite Objects. Inf- yeah. Objects, yeah, you can create a video print and you can actually get it in a frame, which I think is pretty cool. And um, you can put your little your NFT in a frame, you can buy it, and then for like a hundred bucks or, or so, you can get it. And I guess you just recharge it every now and again, you can stick it on a thing, and you can look at your NFT all the time. But you can only have one in there, so it's basically like a permanent sort of video, which I think are really cool. So some people are starting to do that. I was going to do this, but then I noticed that the, uh, the largest one was not available. I want to get, if I'm going to do that, I want to get the biggest size, not the small one. So uh, they say size matters in NFT. So I want to get the biggest. Uh, even crypto.com is getting into launching an NFT platform. Everybody wants a platform and this is got an exclusive content uh, focus on um, artists apparently and not just uh, those you know we're talking about uh, musical arts as well including some of the ones you mentioned here Snoop Dogg Boy George Lionel Richie Boss Logic and more um, and you'll be able to buy them with over crypt, uh, 20 cryptos including Bitcoin Ether and Dogecoin so there you go pretty fancy now we talked a lot about Beeple and um, so what is Beeple? Who's behind that? So Metapurse is the name of the investment fund that spent $69 million on a Beeple NFT, which maybe maybe they were laundering money or something. Like, why would you, what the hell? I don't know. <laughs> That's complete speculation. But this article right here really talks about Metapurse. And which is like the metaverse, but metaverse because they got all kinds of money to spend, you know, tens of millions of dollars on pixels. And this goes in and this article right here talks about that. But what I found was interesting about this, not this particular article. I, it was interesting to read about this person. But the next article is uh, Beeple immediately converted his $53 million because he sold it for 69 But then there was some fees from the from the place. And so... He basically immediately got his $53 million in Ethereum and he immediately converted it to dollars. Yeah. He says this, I am not a crypto. What does he say? 
He said that he is not a crypto purist. I am not remotely a crypto purist. I was making digital art long before any of this shit. And if it all fucking NFT stuff went away tomorrow, I would still be making digital art. But he converted it to U.S. dollars. And uh, you know what? That's what's interesting is that, you know, Ethereum would probably be a lot higher if, if some of these artists who are selling some of these big monies wasn't taking it and immediately dumping it. What they probably should have done would have been smarter would be to maybe put that Ethereum, lock it in a contract like Kava, and then get in, you know, and do some DeFi on it, right? Probably should have done some DeFi on, uh, on that instead of just converting it into dollars, which they just print millions of dollars every day. Printer goes burr. So I don't know. Interesting. Mike Winkleman took the advice of Steve Miller. He took the money and ran. Mm -hmm. Gorillas, this is, uh, you know, music NFTs. The band here is celebrating their 20th anniversary uh, with a reissue and NFT teasers. They're, yeah. so, they're so teasy. I ain't happy. I'm feeling glad I got sunshine in a bag. I'm useless, but not for long. The future is coming on. It's coming on. Gorillas has also partnered on. with collectible brand Super Plastic for the release yeah. of some limited edition vinyl toys and NFT digital art collectibles featuring each member of the band, 2D, Murdoch, Noodle, and Russell. Yeah, dude, I love this, dude. I saw this article, and I went and bought them because I love those guys. This band, right, when this album came out, I, I just love, I know the whole song. I, I could sing karaoke that whole song. I know the rap and all, I know all the words of that song. And so apparently they're redoing it and they're going to launch some NFTs later on with these as well. So I think that's going to be cool. I'm a big fan of those. I thought that whole thing, and it's just perfect for them because it's basically a super band led by, J, by Damon Albarn and Jamie Hewlett. And, and they were just from different bands and they can mer just merge and create this sort of super group, but they are cartoons, right? And so these, the videos were always very clever, totally perfect for NFT. So I'm pretty stoked about that. Nice. Yeah. These are fun. All right, then there you go. Little gorillas in our midst. Yep. <laughs> I want to say this here. So there are a couple articles now in the last part of this that are some mainstream type of stuff. So you guys can go in and click on those links down in the description here on the YouTube video or go to, well, there's no real show notes on this one. So grab it to uh, the YouTube video, the NFT craze and the future of Spotify and streaming music that is on Harvard business review. Then there is a, an op-ed on the New York times. What are you paying for when you buy a gift for $25,000? Then we talked about this one. People's NFTs are vanishing. This is why. And uh, the last piece, last article here is like basically us just doing a little flex because we were nominated on this top 10 most influential people in NFTs list. Do, 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 do. Talk about that. What is nice. it? Nice. It's pretty cool. So um, I guess they, uh, they, they compiled a list of people who they thought were most influential around NFTs. Number one. Uh, Roham Garijagagalau, I can't say his name, but he was the co-founder of Crypto Kitties and uh, the CEO of Dapper Labs. They're killing it. Grimes, Beeple, Ferocious. He's a great artist. He's only 18 years old and he's been selling a ton of art, man. He's, he's generated, I don't know, millions at this point. Duncan and Griffin Cockfoster, who are the founders of Nifty Gateway. Mark Cuban, uh, up there, we talked about him. William Quigley who uh, is the CEO and founder of Wax. He's also the creator of uh, Tether, which was huge, and also was the first major investor in PayPal. So this guy knows what's up. Justin Blau, uh, Blau, who is the uh, the artist who did some stuff. 
right? We talked about his his launch there, Gary Vaynerchuk. And then num- at number 10 is us, which uh, cool, really cool honor. Kind of took us by surprise to see that. That was pretty awesome. We're the only uh, podcasters that would be in there, right? Well, we were podcasters, but I mean, seriously, we we launched the first NFT Kickstarter. Uh, we launched the first NFT subscription box with the Nifty Box. The, the Nifty Show was the very first sh- show and podcast on NFTs. Uh, we've, we've minted over 500,000 NFTs. And uh, I do think they probably should have add, added Coin Artist. Um, she is amazing. She's doing a lot of really cool stuff. Uh, give a shout out to Kurt Braggett, who's uh, building a lot of stuff back behind the scenes. There are a lot of great people out there. And I would also, I would say Yatsu of Animoca. He would probably be on. They probably need to do expand it and make a top 100 list at this point and find all the top people in there. These are so many cool people doing so many things um, that we can't, can't really name them all at this point. There's a lot of great stuff happening. Yeah, and you, do you hear the happy music? I do. I hear that ukulele. A little happy ukulele. That means that uh, this episode of the Nifty Show is coming to a close. And thank you guys for joining us. Be sure to subscribe, share, review, tell your friends, tell your mom, tell your dog, tell your hamster, tell your gopher, tell your snake, tell, you know, if you've got bugs walking around your place, spray them. And then I would also say to make sure that you always, always store your seed phrase. You don't own your keys. You don't own your crypto. (laughs) He's laughing at that. Like, like that's That's a laugh of someone who's lost a lot of crypto. That is the last somebody who's lost a lot of crypto. Uh, And, you know, we're going to cover this space as best as we can. Of course, the live show takes place every Friday at five o'clock eastern and that's two o'clock pacific at nifty.show forward slash youtube or nifty.show forward slash theta yeah and on april 6th uh, our partnership with upland uh, upland.cards will be live and uh selling on wax so we're going to be doing we've got a really cool series popping out and really excited about it it's going to be super fun. So thanks as always for joining us here on this journey down the crypto and NFT rabbit hole. And until next time, be nifty. Stay nifty. No, be, be nifty. nifty. You, Niftiness I mean, be, you. Be nifty and then stay nifty. Okay. But you can't stay nifty if you're not nifty first. You can't say stay bad and be bad because that's different. Yeah, you don't want to be bad. Yeah, just stay nifty or be nifty or just just keep collecting. Nifty, nifty something crazy. All right, whatever, it's good.